When it's time to seed grass, fertilize turf, or add a pop of color to your yard, Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered with unbeatable deals on lawn and garden essentials. Find value on everything you need in-store or online at farmandfleet.com. We're recognizing farms and homesteads that have been in the family for more than 100 or 150 years. I'm Charity Seebecker from the Midwest Farm Report. These families were celebrated at the Wisconsin State Fair. One farm that was recognized is that of Nathan Retzloff. This Shawano County farm's history dates back to 1863. Nathan shares more about the history of the farm. 1863. I see there's something that's signed by Abraham Lincoln. Do you know what buildings were on the original farm? How big it was, like the size or acreage? I know the original barn burned down. It was across the road. That's what I was always told. The one that we are on now was built. I know this one's been added on to three times before me. Okay. Um, so what was the, do you know what the original farm was? Was it a dairy operation, crops, or everything? Yes, it's always been dairy. Do you know what were the first years like, or what improvements or changes were made over the years, like you talked about, or successes or challenges? Just in the last 40 years here, you want to go all the way back to the 1800s. As far back as you can go or would like to go? I know the original barn was just hen stalls and a horse area. And then they added on twice after that. And then in 2013, we took it over and we put up the big freestyle barns in the parlor. But, I mean, when I was little, we did everything with a wheelbarrow. And now you do everything with a skid steer. How was the farm passed on from generations to generations? Uh, there's always been one male red fluff to take it over, I guess. Everybody's lived in the same house. Can you share what some of your favorite memories on the farm are? Huh. I'm, I'm trying to think of something that stands out, but nothing really stands out. It's just normal day chores. Um, I can remember we got the first John Deere tractor. Going from the Olivers to the John Deeres. That was when I was in freshman in high school. Got the pipeline that same year. That's when my dad took over. Besides that, it's just the basic growing of the farm. It's, every day is a different memory. Do you have any special memories of your time growing up on the farm, like spending time with your dad or grandpa or anything like that? <laughs> a lot of swearing. Um, it was just we work every day and you go usually go fishing at night or play ball at night. Sort of what it was. What is the farmstead today? Milk cows yet. How many cows? Can you tell me about the operation? Right now we milk. Um, I think we're milking two twenty. That's it. Then we probably have another 300 head of dry cows and heifers. Um, we have about a 36,000-pound herd average. Uh, we have every breed possible. My wife says that if she doesn't have color in the barn, she ain't feeding the calves or milking the cows. So we have a lot of color. Usually we're between 108 to 112 pounds all tank average. And then I got two boys that are coming right up behind and for some reason think they're going to do the same thing. Why did you decide to continue doing the dairy operation? Was it just that much of excess over all of the 150 plus years? Um, I always enjoyed it. My grandpa died my freshman year of high school and my dad couldn't do it by himself. And so I more or less quit what everything else I was doing and decided to be a farmer to make sure that he could make it because he was already too old to do anything else. And then I just enjoyed that lifestyle, but that lifestyle was a lot different back then because we milked 45 to 60 cows. We did a very good job with them. It was all manual labor. And then I got, but you had a lot of time to play ball, drink beer, fish, and hunt. And I got married, and <laughs> somehow we ended up with 220 cows. What do you think makes your farm unique? It's all family. 
we have a few employees that help out, but the main majority of the work is done by the family. Yet. And I know you mentioned that you have some two boys that are potentially thinking about taking over the farm. So what does that interest look like for them, or how are you helping to prepare them for that possible future? Well, I want them to become an electrician and a plumber. Um, but they, uh, it's when you do it every day your whole life, I guess you don't know how to do anything else. Working seven days a week is the normal thing for them already, and they're 9 and 12. So that's just what they know. I mean, going to something else, I'm assuming it would be the same as what it was for me, that it wasn't normal. Is there anything else that you would like to add about your farm or the history or being recognized? I know that it means a lot more to everybody else. There's a lot of people that think it's a great big deal. I guess to me, like I said, it's what I grew up doing. So that's just what I do. Nathan Redslap tells the story of his family farm in Shawano County. You can listen to more of these Century and Susquecentennial farm stories at MidwestFarmReport.com. These stories are brought to you courtesy of Compure Financial. From the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Charity Seebecker.